NBA, I'm going to touch a little bit about NFL, okay? Number one pick in the draft this year. Do they make it? It's your team, Chicago Bears. Do they make it or do they trade and get like six picks? I think if they're really smart, they can probably trade down twice. I think there's a couple of rumors where they can, uh, they're trading down from, I believe, one to four, I believe, with the Colts, yeah. which will land them three or four picks. They could then move that fourth pick, I think, down to six or seven, which still gets them a good player and get another two or three picks, which would give them, I think they can get seven picks out of this, which if you look at the Bears roster, they could use every single one of those. They need help. At the skills positions, they need help at the offensive line. They need help on the defensive line. They need help in the secondary. They need help in linebacker. They need help at every position. Uh, so as many draft picks as they can get, it makes the most sense for them. So wait a minute. Do you do you want them to make the trade twice? Or like the number one pick, there, there, there's question mark. Who are you going here? Who are you going? Or do you settle on the number one pick? I, I know absolutely trade the first pick. The 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 Bears are historic. Look, they might they might strike gold, but they're historically bad in the first round. Like if you look, typically they're the best players that have been Bears have been drafted second, third, fourth rounds. That's where they're they're better at that. They don't seem to hit on those star first round picks. Um, so yeah, I, I'm okay going. There's a lot less pressure on them too at seven or eight than there is at one. There's a lot less pressure on the player like could you imagine because they don't need a quarterback if you're keeping fields you're picking what that defense uh i think it's a de he's an end rusher you know the pressure of an edge rusher going first overall like that's that's a lot i i think they're they're best suited to get like i said six seven picks and and that that will help um much more in, in the future for them than it, than the one overall pick right. now i've also said this i've also said this i know this is controversial if you can get the same type of package, if you can get four or five picks for Justin Fields and keep the number one, I'm okay with that too. And I love Justin Fields, but he's getting one more year left before he gets the big money. If they can reset that rookie QB contract clock and start with a new rookie quarterback and, you know, like I said, five or six picks, that's not a, that's not another not a bad option either considering it took them, you know, a while to figure out how to use Justin Fields correctly, um, right? It was halfway through last season. Yeah. But also, Fields doesn't like the cold. He said it. I don't like playing in the cold. And now, now it's a mental thing. Look at his record in the cold. It's not good. Chicago's not getting any warmer. So it might not be a bad thing. All right. So I don't think they're going to get three or four or four or five picks for Justin Fields. That's not you don't, uh, I, I don't think – because when you're talking about trading from one to four, you're talking about – getting quality picks, and then from four to seven, another quality picks. If you're trading Justin Fields, you may get a first-rounder. You don't think if they call up like an Atlanta, a Carolina, a heck, a San Francisco, they're not going to give you a pretty good package? If you trade with Atlanta, you get whatever pick, Atlanta six or whatever, okay? Let's say that. Do you think Atlanta will give two first-round picks? I, I don't. Think, I think first year, first pick, first round this year and next year, and a second round this year and next year. Yeah, I think that's absolutely fair for okay this uh, year and next fields. year. Okay. All right. Well, we'll see what happens. But that that's a good now. Thought. Keep in mind you, that you keep your first two, so they'd have their yep. own first overall, plus Atlanta's first. first. Right. Like that's actually that makes that makes sense too. Yeah. I'm not saying they're doing that. I just here's my thing. Since 1902, have the Bears ever made the right decision at quarterback? So if their decision is to keep fields, you almost know that's the wrong decision. That's right. 
So. And and then if it's to, because there's there's a bunch of quarterbacks right at the top, so who knows if they pick the right quarterback for them, right? Well, so that's hey, that that's the whole other issue too, right? They yeah. they they were pretty. They had called Patrick Mahomes' dad yeah. and said, "We're taking him third overall." He was expecting to go to Chicago, and he was happy. Yeah. And instead, they traded a bunch of picks, move up to second, and pick Mitch Trubisky. So again, right? It's mistake after mistake. All right, so let's get to a couple of things more in the NFL. Aaron Rodgers to the New York Jets. I feel like I'm Brett Favre once again here, all right? So if this happens, you, you know, my team, AFC East, okay? You got New England, which is going to be 500 or better, okay? That's the number one thing, okay? You sure, got sure. Miami, which is, well, <laughs> that's the other thing I want to talk about because some guy named Tom Brady is they say he's looking at Miami, what's happening in Miami and all that, even though he's retired, but he's not retired, but he is retired, ah, whatever. Then you got the Buffalo Bills. Now, if Aaron Rodgers goes to the Jets, that AFC East is probably the best uh, division in football. What do you think? Where do you think Aaron Rodgers going to the Jets? I, yeah, it looks like Aaron Rodgers will be a Jet. It's interesting that he is really, as much as he says he hated Brett Favre, he's he's copying his career perfectly. A great regular season quarterback who could who only gets one Super Bowl, completely underachieves. Um, they draft a young quarterback. He treats him like crap. He then works his way out of Green Bay in not a very not not in the right way. He ends up going to the Jets, so I'm just assuming Aaron Rodgers is going to end up in Minnesota. I'm just I'm just assuming that because he's just following Brett Favre perfectly. The problem is, have you looked at the Jets? We don't have their schedule, but we know who they're going to play on at home and, and and on the road. They've got some tough matchups. They've got like the Chiefs coming into town. They've got the Chargers. Like they they got the AFC West this year, so they've got a very very difficult schedule. And and let's not forget we we still have like we have locks. Right, we have locks because of the division winners. We know we feel the Chiefs, the Bengals, the Jags probably win the AFC South, the and the, and I think the Bills take the AFC North. So now there's three spots left. We know Pittsburgh's going to be over 500 because they're always over 500. Yeah, yeah. The Patriots probably will be. The Chargers are going to be good. We're assuming Denver has a bounce back year. That's already four teams, and then throw in the Jets, throw in Miami. That's six teams fighting for three spots. The Jets could still be a 500 team, even with Aaron Rodgers. If I'm like, I'm very surprised. Like, if I was him, I'm going to Tampa Bay. I'm staying with Green Bay. I'm. I want no part of that AFC. It is too hard. I can. I have a cakewalk in the NFC. No idea what he's doing. But so, hey, good so luck. The other big question, uh, quarterback, is Lamar Jackson. Uh, they franchise him in, in, in Baltimore and all that, and you're gonna piss him off, right? You're gonna piss him off. Uh, we're like, okay, he's gonna play in Baltimore, or maybe he doesn't. Me, there's some talk. Somebody offers him an offer sheet, and I don't know if Baltimore could match or whatever. But where do you think, knowing everybody, quarterback or whatever, is the best spot for Lamar Jackson? The, oh, the best spot. Okay, the best spot. Whew. Anywhere with some wide receivers. Uh, he's never had a wide receiver. So now it's not going to happen. They don't have the money, but like San Francisco would be great. Offensive mind, 
great wide receivers. Atlanta, Atlanta has talked about quite a lot. Miami is another landing spot that would make a lot of sense uh, for him. You give him Tariq Hill, Waddle, Gasecki, like, and then his running game with whoever's you know most or whoever's going to be the running back there. That's whew, that team becomes. You don't want that as a Bills fan. You do not want Lamar Jackson in Miami. Um, but the thing is, no matter what happens, unless he goes somewhere, but I don't think he goes anywhere else. Yeah. I, I really think to bring this, you know, to basketball, what they're doing with Lamar is is basically what Phoenix did with Aiton. They're signing him to a deal that says, hey, we have the opportunity to match. Yeah. So every other team now has to say, okay, I got to give up two first round picks, which isn't which is fine. They gave up way more for Deshaun Watson. I got to give up two first round picks. And no matter what I sign him to, Baltimore can match, which means if I try to underpay him or even give him market value, no problem. The Ravens just say, okay, we, we're fine with that, and they match it. So now you've, you know, it, whoever your quarterback is today, you've created an issue there. If you want to get him, well, then the only way to do it is offer so much money that the Ravens go, whoa, that, we're not paying that. Yeah. But then what do you do? Well, now you handcuff your team in the salary cap, and now, you're, and now your team is probably not going to be good because you've handcuffed yourself to this one player who's phenomenal, but you don't want to overpay. And it's exactly, and then that's why I say this exactly what happened with Aiton. They said to Aiton, hey, we don't want to pay you max money. Go test out the market. Indiana offers him, what, $33 million a year? And, he, and they go, oh, we're, we're good with that. And they resign him. Well, he's not, not happy about that now. He, he got paid less than he wanted to. And now he has to stay on the team that didn't want him the way he feels. And you've seen, you've seen it in his play. I think you're going to see the same thing with Lamar Jackson. It's in a no-win situation. And let me give you quickly, I know we're supposed to try and move to basketball, but this happened back in 1991 with Emmett Smith. Yep. The Dallas Cowboys had him as a restricted free agent. He called up, he pers- and he was getting no offers. And, and the only person who was honest with him was Don Shula. He calls up Don Shula and he says, hey, let me come to Miami and help Dan Marino win a Super Bowl. He says, and Don Shula, he said, this is Emmett Smith speaking. I'm paraphrasing. Don Shula tells him, I can't. He goes, what do you mean you can't? He goes, well, if I offer you what's fair, they're going to just match it and you're going to stay in Dallas. And now I've undermined my team by saying, hey, I'm trying to bring in Emmett Smith because I don't think we're good enough. So I can't do that. If I overpay you, right, well, then again, I'm screwed because I've overpaid you. Or if they match again, oh my God, you offered that much money to Emmett Smith. He goes, I'm in a no-win situation so I can't, I'm not even, I can't, I'm not even in a position to make you an offer. And then Emmett Smith ends up obviously staying with the Cowboys. It's the same, very similar situation. It's, it's good for the NFL, you know, trying to keep their star free agents in town, but man, it creates a lot of other issues that they probably didn't foresee when this, when this was created. So one final thought, and, and I'm giving inside information here. I spoke to a former Buffalo Bill this week. He was saying Miami, you know, that's where the rumblings had with Tom Brady and all that. Miami would trade Tua to Baltimore and a number one pick and a number three pick next year for the right to get Lamar. If you are Baltimore, do you do that trade? Because Miami's pick, I think, is 10th or 12th. I I think I do. I do that. I, I get a young, promising quarterback who although has some injury and concussion issues, Am I going to get someone better? Like when you see him healthy, is there someone better that 
they could get plus the first round picks? Probably not. So yeah, I again, if I'm happy trying to do what's best for Lamar and letting him go, but I, I really think I really think what Baltimore's trying to do is is just keep Lamar. Yeah. Um, because they realize who are they going to get that's better than Lamar? Is a top ten, arguably top five when healthy quarterback in the league. You're not going to you're not going to get someone better in, in, anytime soon. All right, so let's get to the MVP. 